Well, hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 688. And today I wanna to talk about change. Change is one of those things that we all want it in some way. We want to change something about the way that we look, the way that we feel, um, the amount of money we have, where we live, the career we have, the partner that we have, the partner we don't have, something to do with the kids, something to do with your house, the garden, whatever it is, we all want change and yet, by the same token, nobody really likes to change. It's funny, we, we want to change, we want a difference, but we don't necessarily want to go through the work that's required to achieve that particular outcome. And the thing with change is, particularly when it comes, well, it's not just your health and fitness, but so many areas of your life, change is not immediate. Some things you can just, you know, you can change your mind and you can say, well, oh, look, I want to buy the eggs today. Well, actually, no, I don't want to buy the eggs. I'll buy um, the fruit instead. You can just say, bang, just like that. Oh, no, I'm going to change that decision. But the change that I'm talking about here, the change with your health and fitness, doesn't necessarily happen immediately. And in most cases, it won't. Because if you're on some type of journey, so I've just... Um, got off a, a discussion uh, just via LinkedIn, so via um, comments. So we haven't actually, actually chatted yet. We're doing that tomorrow night uh, with a guy in New York. And what are the chances of this? So I've just, um, I just go through and I connect with different people. And this guy is based in New York and he works with um, protective personal equipment and he's actually making masks for um, people. Now, New York is the hardest place hit. Do you reckon his business is probably doing all right at the moment because he's, he's pumping out so many of these masks? Well, I'll find out tomorrow uh, when I chat with him. But his, uh, his issue is that he, he wants to lose weight uh, and he doesn't exercise and he says he loves his food so much, but he just he can't achieve what he wants to achieve. No, he doesn't have a big amount to lose. He said he wants to lose about six kilos. Uh, but Obviously, he's really struggling with it. So what I said to him was that, do you know what, you're really not that far away from where you want to be. Why don't we connect and let's talk about some, some little tweaks that you can uh, do to your, your lifestyle so that you can achieve the result that you want. And this is the thing. You make that little change and is the result going to be immediate? No, it's not. But... If you keep doing those things consistently, then that one thing leads to another, to another, to another, and they accumulate. So we were on a, a meeting on uh, Sunday night, and it was on Mother's Day, and uh, I was the only guy there, so they were, all, um, they were all mothers, actually, that were attending, so they'd given their time up on a Monday, a Sunday to attend, and we were talking about uh, this book called The Slight Edge. Um, great book if you want to if you want to see how you can get the slight edge. And it talks about if you were given the opportunity of having today $1 million today, would you take it? Or would you take one cent today? But if that one cent doubled in value for 30 days, would you take that versus the million dollars today? Now, it's something like 95% of people will pick, I might get those numbers wrong, but 95% of people will pick, guess what? 
a million dollars because it's here and now. It's like it's big and yes, it looks, it looks fantastic. You think one cent, one cent's nothing. But if you do the maths and one cent doubling a day and like if you think, well, in, in like a week's time, it's not that much money. But in 30 days, it becomes over $10 million. So if you do the maths, you'll see how, how that works. But most people see the million dollars up front is more attractive. But if you said, hang on a second, no, the one cent is going to give you a lot more than that in the future, then you would do the one cent, uh, you know, the one cent bit. Now, this is the same with your health and fitness. You do that one cent of work every day. And what does that look like in a month? What does that look like in two months? What does that look like in a year's time? Like it's huge. It's really huge. So this is where uh, when you're on some type of journey and you're listening to this for the first time and you say, well, I've got to lose 15 kilos and we're shut down and we're, you know, I can't do this and I can't do that. Well, I don't really care what you can't do. Let's just focus on all the things that you can do. And I was listening to a, I've done a lot of listening to things this morning. This is the thing about getting up at, uh, at 20 past four in the morning and you can have no distractions around you and just focus on uh, what it is that you need to do. And uh, this guy was talking about, he travels around the world uh, doing different events and stuff and uh, he was being interviewed and uh, he was saying that he misses the travel but by the same token, he can see how much more productive he's been because he's not having to, to do all those things. So he said, you know, like he'd, he'd already had breakfast, he'd done his workout, he'd done his meditation, he'd set himself up for the day. And then it was 7 a.m. at the time that he was doing the, uh, the interview. And he said, but, you know, he hasn't had to travel anywhere. And then talking about people, uh, like events in the future and whether... Uh, you know, there will be just far less events in the future because people are getting used to doing things from home. And if you think about it, um, he used an example of a guy that uh, used to travel from, he was based in the UK, but he used to travel from, uh, say, Singapore and travel to the UK uh, a couple of times a year to attend his seminars. And he said he's got like $1,000 in an airfare, $1,000 in accommodation, um, all the, the lost time in travel and everything. And, and that's before he's even got there, so he's down a few thousand dollars. Uh, he could just be doing, you know, getting the same content from home. Now, I would say, yes, I agree, that's one thing. But the reason that I go to these events is also the networking. And if you're just doing it from home, you're not going to have that same experience. You, you just don't. Uh, and you're not, uh, the, the other risk is that you don't fully immerse yourself. So, and here's going to be the test for me on that. Uh, this coming weekend, it's this same guy actually. Um, I'm attending a two-day social media uh, event. Now, this was supposed to be a live event, but again, it's another event that has to have been postponed. He says he will, still will come out from the UK to do uh, the live event, uh, but this is a, a, ver a, a, well, it's a live streamed event event. Now it's going to take place between my times, it's UK, he's in the UK, 4pm Saturday to 10pm, um, Saturday and Sunday. Um, so I'll still be getting up at uh, 4, 20 past 4. 
Um, so they're going to be big days. So it will be interesting to see what that's like and uh, how, because I haven't attended a full day type of, well, six hours, but uh, a full day type event in that, that scenario. So we'll see how, how it works and how engaging I find it. But you miss that, um, you know, that networking opportunity through that type of environment. So, uh, yeah, there is, there is always, uh, you know, that, that case. But um, he was talking also about uh, the change that he's made in his life and uh, you listen to all these successful people and there's not one person that you listen to that's highly successful now or you would consider highly successful and by their definition or your definition of what you determine is successful, uh, most people tend to measure it by money but there are so many other measures that's a bit like saying you're, you're healthy by the number on the scales when we know that that's uh, just one indicator. It's uh, certainly by no means, I don't place, like me personally, uh, I only weigh myself when it's time for me to uh, give my stats to, uh, you know, for a DEXA scan or something like that. I go by how I feel, how I look, the change that I'm getting in my body. So I don't even use that. Whereas some people use that as their only measure of success. And I don't even use it again. And I would say that I'm highly successful with my, my health and fitness. But whatever measure it is that, that you use, you look at all these successful people and not one of them made it overnight. It's taken heartache, pain. I mean, this guy, he was talking about a $4.3 million um, business deal that went bad for him. He lost all that money. And a lot of people would be thinking, well, gee, even if I had $4.3 million, that would be fantastic. I'd be happy with that. And he lost all of that. Now, he said he then subsequently uh, made it all back. But um, the point is that anyone that has gotten to that level of success, they're always looking for more, but none of them got there easily and none of them got there just like that. It took hard work, it took consistency, it took that chipping away at it every day, every day, every day. Um, so one of my other coaches, um, JT, he, he's the hardest working person uh, that I, I know. Uh, the amount of hours that he, he puts in, the amount of dedication he puts in. And yes, that work ethic has, because I listen to him every day, I listen to what he does, and that also encourages me to work smarter and work harder so that I can achieve the things that I want to achieve. Uh, so when it comes to your own personal health and weight loss journey, sometimes you get into a bit of a funk and you get stuck and, you know, this virus and the homeschooling and all of that, and I feel so much for everybody that's in, in this situation right now, things just seem bigger. Things just seem overwhelming. And it was interesting. I was talking to one of my clients, um, Ashley, last night. I know um, she listens to this, so hi, Ashley. Um, we were talking about this last night and having a bit of a laugh because we're very similar in terms of, I don't know, how we run our lives and... Uh, I would, well, I would say that uh, I have these OCD type tendencies. I've spoken to it about, uh, you know, a client that was a, uh, a psychologist and I've spoken to a, another psychologist about 
uh, about it as well as it, it came up in discussion uh, that I, I have these tendencies, but um, they both agree that I kind of use them in empowering ways rather than disempowering ways. So I don't have to, you know, like I've said this before, if you've listened to me before, but, you know, like wipe the doorknob five times before leaving the house or, you know, checking every door in the house before I go to sleep at night or those kinds of stuff. It's just that I like things nice and neat and organized and that's how I run my life. <laughs> and um, if you saw my house, you saw my pantry, you saw my bedroom, you saw my wardrobe and all that kind of stuff. We were talking about how we hang our clothes and no one gets it. And um, she was saying, you know, she, she does this with her clothes and her shoes and all that kind of stuff. And I said, yeah. And I said, when it comes to my business shirts, there has to be one hand that fits between each one. Because I watched this fashion show one day and they said that was the best way that, uh, you know, you kept your, your shirts hanging nicely and they didn't get creased and they're not all bunched up and all that kind of stuff. So it just made sense to me. So, you know, I, I, my desk is clean um, and the way that I, I order things is also how my mind works. So where you get to that stage where that becomes too much and it becomes too messy. So if we use some, some actual scenarios because Ashley and I were talking about this. Say the washing. Okay, so I tend to, I do a load of washing and you take it off the line, it's dry. You, it might sit in the basket for, you know, maybe it's hours or maybe it's the day or whatever. I tend to do mine at night time. Um, uh, you know, so I do a load of washing, it's folded, it's put away and it's done. Now let's just say that you've got four loads of washing that's built up that you now haven't folded. Now that's, that's starting to to play at me. Let's just say that I, I don't make my bed every morning. Let's just say that my freezer is pretty much empty of the prepared food that I would normally prepare. Uh, let's just say that the, the house is dirty, you know, like I haven't vacuumed in three weeks, say. Uh, and there's, there's stuff on the floor and bits of fur from the cats and uh, whatever. Um, let's just say that my desk is really messy. Uh, that I've got, you know, books and I've got piles of, of paper and notes and post-it notes and stuff all over the place. Let's just say that the gym floor in here where I'm walking at the moment is really dirty. It's got, um, you know, like mud marks or scuff marks or something like that. Uh, let's just say I haven't mowed the grass for uh, three weeks and it's really, really long. There's weeds everywhere. The plants are overgrowing. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Let's say I've also forgotten to put the bin out for the last two weeks and I've now got bags of rubbish piled up outside and, um, and that kind of stuff. You can see that these are all physical things that I'm giving you here and you can get a visual as to, yeah. Now in my mind, even as I'm saying that, it's like, oh man, I couldn't do that. Um, <laughs> because I, I make sure that, you know, the grass is cut, the washing is done, the dishwasher is... Uh, you know, regularly stacked and unstacked and the benches are clean and things are put away and all that kind of stuff. And my workspace is, is right. Now, they're obviously things that you can see as I'm describing them, but how much of that is actually in your headspace? Okay, you've got in your headspace, you've got the washing that hasn't been done. You've got, but these are, these are other things, perhaps, uh, in your head. It's the uh, amount of work that's piling up. It's the stress from uh, the um, you know, finances from what's going on right now. It's the, the pressure of homeschooling. It's the relationship 
issues and argument that you had. It's, um, you know, whatever, you know. You, we just create all these things in our head. And what they do is they, they and, and that's not to say that they're not real, but one thing on top of the other, on top of the other, on top of the other, just becomes so big and overwhelming that it can immobilize us from what we really want to do. And then you get to that point where you just become more and more immobilized. And before you know it, immobilization becomes the habit and the routine for you. And you stay there and you're eating the poor foods, you're not exercising, you're not eating regularly, you're, uh, you know, you're following some of those habits that took you to where you are now. And you think, oh, well, I'll just worry about it in springtime or whatever, we're getting to winter, so in Australia, and I'll just worry about that at another time. Or it's just too hard. Um, people throw their hands up in the air. But this is what you need to do. You need to say, no, I'm not going to settle for that. That's not going to be me. I'm going to step out of this funk that I'm in. I'm going to take control of what it is that I want in life with my health and fitness and everything else. And I'm going to start today. Maybe I'd started before and I've stalled, but I'm going to keep moving forward now and each day that I take a step forward, that's one more step and that's one more step closer. And some people might say, well, yeah, I take one step forward, but I take three steps back. So, well, maybe you are thinking that's happening, but the reality is you are still moving forward. And the trick is that you've got to start to keep focusing on those things that empower you and not disempower you. And this can be really, really challenging. I, I have um, a few people that have connected with me and uh, either as clients or um, you know, just on social media. And every now and then, I don't spend a lot of time on social media like reading other people's stuff. It's just life's just too short. I've got my own, my own path and I just you know, work on that. And um, I just saw one uh, this morning and the last couple of days from this same person. And you can see how they're really, really struggling. And um, I've reached out to them to get them to, you know, start changing some of these habits. But, you know, when, when you keep focusing on the glass being half empty or you've drilled a hole in the bottom of your cup and it doesn't matter what you put in, it keeps coming out until you plug that hole your cup's never going to be full. And even when it's half full, unless you get a new set of glasses, so to speak, and you're looking at it through a different lens, then you are going to always struggle to move yourself to that next level. And this is why it's important to make these incremental little changes every day. Sure, you can make big changes, but most people can't do that. So focus on the little bits that you can do each day, each day, each day. And then, yes, the results are not immediate, but they're there. And when you start to do that every day, you will start to focus on the wins, the victories every day, the changes that you've made every day, the growth that you've had every day. And when I look back on my life many, many years ago, I could see that I didn't focus on that. But now that I do, life is just different. Every day is a gift. For me, I woke up at three o'clock uh, this morning. Again, I did that yesterday. And I actually, no, that three o'clock was the day before. I woke up this morning and I'm like, man, I'm ready. 
I'm so ready to get up and get moving because I'd planned my night and my day out the night before. And I looked at the clock and it was 12.25. I'm like, hmm, it's probably a bit early to be getting up. I need to get a little bit more sleep. Otherwise it's gonna hit me like a sledgehammer later in the day. So I went back to sleep. Uh, but the, the point is that I'm so keen to get moving in my day because I know what I'm looking forward to. I know that I'm gonna to grow today because I grew yesterday. And when I focus on those little things, it just takes you to, a, it takes you to the next level. And getting that change that you want uh, just starts occurring. And it's not until you look back after a period of time and say, actually, yeah, I've really come a long way. I'm really much further along than I give myself credit for. Uh, but you've got to be consistent. You've got to keep doing it. And some days are way, way harder than others. And some days you'll feel like you just haven't gotten anywhere. But the reality is you probably have. What you haven't done is looked for the growth opportunity in what happened today. If you think, oh man, that was a, a terrible day. I, I did really badly. The truth is that there's a gift in there that you maybe just haven't found yet. So... The more you do this, the more it just completely changes your perspective on, on what it is that you're doing. And you'll realize that change, change is just a thing we do every day, but done consistently is huge to us. So don't, don't worry about the fact that you're making these changes and it doesn't feel immediate to you. The reality is that it's changing, it's working, and you've just got to do it consistently before you reflect back too far uh, to, to see that, yeah, actually, it's a reality, it's working. And don't get caught up in the fact that I did something today and why am I not seeing the result tomorrow? Give it some time, but keep doing it, keep doing it. Look, you have a great day wherever you are in the world and I'll see you tomorrow.